0: <laughs>
1: it's the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. It's episode 12 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. Today we bring you an episode from the Australian radio sitcom, Life with Dexter. It starred Willie Fennell as Dexter Dutton, a suburban man and the daily adventures of him and his family. His wife, Jessie, and their children, Janie and Ashley. So sit back and relax as we present the episode Colds from Life with Dexter.
3: Springbok Radio presents Life with Dexter. Yes, it's the family show for all the family. It's Life with Dexter, and the start of the show, of Dexter Dutton. said there are people in the community who make a great deal of fuss and drama over the common cold. First sign of a little sniffle or sneeze is the green light for them to go into their performances. Now my story begins one morning recently at the Dutton's breakfast table when Ashley said,
2: Hey mom, why isn't compost fresh to go to school? She's still in her dressing gown. I'm not going to school this morning. Janie has a bad cold coming
4: on and she's going back to bed after breakfast.
2: Why, oh, heck, if she's got a bad cold, then I've got a broken caroliliet.
4: <laughs> you know, Jessie, I must say, it is a bit willing the way you females put on a great big act over a simple little cold.
2: Uh, Mummy, I'll go to school. It doesn't really You'll matter. You'll stay home today and check that cold. You're only a child, and a child's cold has to be stopped before it really starts.
4: Oh, I say, Ashley, wouldn't it be a terrible thing if males acted like females? (laughs) I mean, nothing would ever get done in this world.
2: Ah, nothing at all. Oh, nonsense. Men are bigger babies than women when they're sick.
4: Jessie, what would happen to this family if I became all dramatic over a uh, garden-variety cold?
2: Daddy, I distinctly
0: remember the last time... No, don't
2: say anything, Janie. If your father likes to think of himself as a big, strong, suffering he-man, well then let him think it. Pop is a big, strong, suffering he-man. Now, what about on Sunday when he cut his finger real deep with a carving knife? He didn't yell out or say one word. Of course he didn't. He fainted. <laughs>
4: And, Mark, I said to them, what would happen? What would become of my family
3: if I became dramatic over a simple little cold? Yes, 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 Dexter. But let's discuss our work, shall we? Now, the important thing for us to talk about is how we can get old Chaggle to give us his advertising account.
4: Well, I mean, he's practically agreed, hasn't he?
3: (laughs) Practically isn't good enough. Now, we need to take him to dinner or something like that to clinch the deal.
4: Okay, all right, well, we'll take him to a
3: restaurant for a good meal,
4: but don't suggest having any more of these deal clinching dinners at my home. Oh, now
3: then, Dexter, you know very well that one of Jesse's home-cooked dinners is the best way for us to get a new client. Oh. Oh, Taggle can't stand restaurants or nightclubs or anywhere they serve liquor. You see, he's a home lover. Yeah, a home lover.
4: But but uh, every time you get one of these characters and you try to snaffle them, he's a home lover, why do they always have to love my home? Why don't you just invite Taggle to your flat and cook the dinner yourself, or, or better still, uh, get Edna to cook it. Look, well,
0: Edna and
3: I aren't married yet. She's still only my fiance, and Taggle is far too conservative a type to enjoy a meal in a flat with a widower, his fiance, and his son. Well,
4: well, all right, Mark, but let me get one thing straight. If I get Jesse to put on another special dinner for one of your clients, the least you can do, if your firm gets his business,
3: is give me that bonus you've been promising. Dexter, it's a deal. Huh? Now, let's see. Today's oh. Friday. Tangle gets in town today and will stay over till Monday. Yeah. Well, I'll invite him to your place for dinner tomorrow evening. That'll give Jesse plenty of time to prepare.
4: Oh, yeah, that'll give him plenty of time to prepare a, a barbecued bull. Women just love one day's notice to get ready for a special dinner. If you invite Tag... If if you invite Tagle for dinner tomorrow night, he'll be lucky to get anything better than a pie and... uh, Chips.
3: A pie and chips?
4: chips. That's what I said, a pie and...
3: I think he'd prefer Chips. Now, you see here, Dexter, if you explain to Jessie that swinging this deal with old Tackle will mean big business for me and a big bonus for you, she'll put on a massive meal. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> bless you. Oh, bless you, too. Look, your fantastic ideas are always getting me in.
0: Uh, uh.
3: <laughs> oh, what a horrible place to get into.
0: You know, Dexter.
3: You're getting a cold. I
4: am not getting a...
0: Ah. Ah. Look, that's
3: the sixth time you've sneezed in one minute. You, you're definitely getting a cold. Look, I, I don't want you with a cold right now. Oh, well, for goodness sake, a little bit of a cold isn't going to...
0: A... a cold?
4: <laughs> I, I might be getting a cold. Oh, my throat. M- my throat's got a horrible tickling feeling. My head. Mark, I've got a temperature. Uh, 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 oh. oh I sneezed again. Mark, I'm getting a cold. Oh, I won't be able to work this afternoon. I'm coming down with a racking, shocking case of double influenza.
0: Oh, 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 oh.
2: I'm only on time.
4: Oh, the... no. Don't kiss me, girls. Don't come near me. You'll get the germs. Oh, oh, oh. next to what germs? Oh, my. My. Uh, sh- oh. My cold germs, Jesse, that's why. Jesse, I- I'm not sure if I've got pneumonia, double pneumonia, or triple pneumonia.
0: <laughs>
2: Children, it would appear that your father has a slight cold. Daddy, mine disappeared early this afternoon. Uh, my slight cold didn't come to anything.
4: Oh, Janie, your slight cold was a slight cold, but my complaint's far more than that. Uh, uh, oh, did you hear that wicked sneeze, everybody? Did you hear it? Every time that happens, something way down me seems to snap.
5: Well, it could be your socks suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear.
2: Your father's dying again. Well,
4: well, Jesse, I'm so close to dying, there's only a little Fred holding me in the balance. Oh, Mark Prentice realized how bad I am and sent me home early. I've just got to get to bed right now. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> to
2: bed? That's what he said, Janie. He's just got to go to bed. Oh, heck, Pop. Remember, you're a member of the male species. You're a man.
4: Well, that's right, son. I'm a man. But I'm also a man who wants to die with his boots on. There,
5: Daddy, are you
0: comfortable?
5: You're all tucked in and covered up.
4: Yeah, that's right, Janie. I'm all tucked in and and covered up. Just like I'll be when the lid's screwed down. (laughs) Talking like that. Jesse, I've been lying here reading the medical encyclopedia, and I'm afraid I I now know what I've got.
2: I know what you've got? A very slight cold.
4: I beg your pardon. It just so happens, dear, that I am suffering from neuritic pluncovitis. <laughs>
2: neuritic pluncovitis? If you ask me, you're suffering neurotic plunco nothing.
4: <laughs> My dear Jesse, I. I, I mustn't shout. Shouting could burst my neuritic plunker valve. <laughs> my dear Jesse, I, I have diagnosed every symptom I have, from hot flushes to spots in front of my eyes, and everything, everything points to neuritic plunkeritis.
2: <laughs> Your head doesn't feel hot.
4: Where are the hot flushes? Oh, they're, they're, they're inside my head. That's where they are inside. Oh, well, if they're there, there's plenty of room for them. <laughs> Can you can you see
2: spots in front of your
4: eyes? Actually, there are even spots in front of the spots in front of my eyes.
2: Oh dear! Oh, it looks like I'll have to call the doctor, even though he won't like being called for a thing like no, this. No,
4: don't bother calling any doctor, dear. I know for sure I've got erythromelalgia, and I've read all about it. There's nothing to be done except wait and hope for the. Uh, uh,
0: uh, shoot. <laughs>
5: Oh. What was that
4: again, Daddy? Oh, oh, I said I can only lie here and wait and hope for the.
2: Uh, uh... Oh, come on, children. We'll go and serve your father a three-course dinner, and one of you can bring it up on a tray to him.
5: I'll bring it up to you, Daddy. Oh, I'll
0: stay
2: with you for a while, Pop, and help you wait and hope for the. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh.
5: Jessie, dear, may I come in? Oh, good morning, Edna. Yes, come in. You know, I saw Mark last night, and he told me Dexter was sick. How is he
2: today? My husband is about as sick as a teenager at a rock and roll dance. He's got
5: a slight cold, nothing else. Oh, Jessie, aren't men babies. You know, Mark had a slightly sprained ankle last year, and you'd have thought he had both legs
0: amputated. (laughs)
2: Oh, Edna, to be quite honest, I'm the one who's really sick this morning. Dexter, if you please, just this moment informed me that I'm to put on a special dinner tonight for some conservative old character named the Taggle.
5: Yeah. You know, Mark told me about that too last night, and I, I said that he had a horrible high to even suggest such a thing to Dexter. Jesse, you're going to refuse to feed old Taggle on you?
2: Oh, no, no, I couldn't do that. Dexter said it means a lot to the firm of Prentice Advertising, and, well, it also means a bonus for him if he and Mark get Cagle's account.
5: Well, if you're going through with it, the least I can do is spend the day here and help you prepare and cook the dinner.
2: Oh, well, thank you, Edna. I'd certainly appreciate that. Fortunately, I had these two chickens on the freezer part of the fridge, so I'm just going to serve roast chicken and vegetables for the main course.
5: Mm, my word, these chickens look beautiful. How long have you uh, had them in the Please. Oh, oh! I'd say about two or three months.
2: Of course, frozen they're supposed to keep young and tender indefinitely. Yeah,
5: you know, Jessie, it makes me jealous. It's not fair. Hmm? Oh, what's not fair? that somebody didn't deep-wheeze me 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, imagine it, Jessie. If I'd have been deep frozen all that time, I could greet the world today as a young and tender chicken.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, there's one thing
2: wrong with that, Edna. Hmm. You'll notice that these chickens haven't any kick left in them.
5: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jessie. Jessie, Jessie. Jessie,
0: do
4: you mind if... Oh, Oh, good morning, Edna.
5: Good morning, Dexter.
4: You're not terribly well, I hear. No, I'm not terribly well at all. Did Jesse tell you what my dreadful complaint is?
2: I did not tell Edna that you had neuro pumpkin or whatever it is. (laughs) I told her you have what you do have, a common cold.
4: I do not have a common cold, Jesse. Even if it was a cold I've got, then it, it wouldn't be a common cold. I don't associate with anything common.
5: <laughs> Dexter. I have a bottle of stuff at home that was given to me by someone months ago. It's guaranteed to cure anything from a cold to snake bite in a flash.
4: Yeah, well, that's very nice, Edna, but I doubt if it'll cure new neuritic plonchivitis.
5: Oh, well, according to the friend who gave me this tonic, it's a sure cure for almost any illness. And even if it doesn't cure what ails you... It makes you feel so good you don't care about being sick. Dexter,
2: <laughs> that's, that's definitely the sort of tonic you need for tonight uh, to get you through this dinner with old Taggle.
4: At least it might make me feel good just for an hour or two, so I can do the right thing by Mark. And then after tonight, well, I, I guess the way to live is one day at a time. Oh, oh, that I was sure I'd just last one more day. <laughs>
3: We'll return you to Life with Dexter in just a moment.
0: Oh, Jessie, dear. Jessie, I'm back. I, I've got it. Here's the tonic.
2: Oh, oh, good, Edna. And my tonic's gone back to bed. <laughs> he said he's going to sleep all afternoon to conserve his energy for tonight.
5: Oh that won't do him any harm, you know. And Dexter needn't take this stuff till the last minute. It's supposed to act like magic, especially for a bad cold. <laughs> well, with the size of Dexter's cold, one drop should get rid of it. <laughs> Maybe even this afternoon's nap will scrub off the little sneezes without this stuff. You know, Jesse, it's going to be pretty sticky, this evening, I mean, with no one allowed to mention sickness, germs, smoking or drinking. Oh,
2: I know. <laughs> oh, believe me, I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, Edna. Oh, it's a rather ominous-looking bottle. Oh, may I have a look at it? Help yourself. <laughs> oh. Morgan's Miraculous Elixir. Hmm. Sounds very
5: impressive. Mm, well, my friend assured me there's nothing harmful in it. Oh, what's this,
2: uh... 94% proof spirit.
0: Yes, yes. I, I don't know what that means. Neither do
5: I.
2: I don't either. Oh, 94% proof spirit. Oh, it's just a chemical term, I suppose. Mm.
5: Now, what it must mean, Jesse, is this you see, it, it, it contains some kind of chemical spirit, and the 94% proof part means that the tonics proves itself in 94% cases. <laughs>
6: Nay, word, Mrs. Dutton This chicken is really delicious Absolutely
2: oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it, Mr. Taggart Ashley, sit up straight
3: Yes,, you're a wonderful cook uh, And Dexter, you're a lucky man
6: Ah, yes, yes, Mark,
3: and I know it too. Of
6: course, I can always tell the flavor of a freshly killed chicken. If there's one thing I will not eat, it's a deep frozen bird.
0: <laughs> 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 Miss
6: Dixon, you have
5: a cold. Oh, no, 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 no. Just a little piece of meat went down the wrong way. <laughs> uh, Mr. Cadwell, may I pass you some bread? N- no, thank you,
6: young lady. I do not believe in white bread. Most unhealthy. I say,
5: Jesse, Dexter hasn't sneezed once. Did he try the tonic?
2: No. He said his afternoon sleep got rid of his neurotic plunker bunk. <laughs>
6: uh, Mr. Darton, you should be congratulated on your fine family way of life. I have noticed since I've been in your home no signs of poisonous tobacco fumes, nobody looking piqued or sick, and above all, it was like a breath of fresh air to me not to be offered any alcoholic stimulant.
4: Oh, no, Mr. Taggle. Well, it's very nice of you to say that, of course, but, well, that's just the way we live. Of course, Mark and his son live the same kind of healthy life.
6: Uh,
0: uh, uh,
6: did you. Sneeze?
4: Uh, b- 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 me? B- no, I, 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 I guess it was just uh, too much pepper on my dinner.
0: That, uh, 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 uh,
6: <laughs> that was not a pepper sneeze. It was a germ-spreading, cold <laughs> sneeze. Well, I I don't... I, the I,
2: dear. <laughs> you know how none of us will tolerate sneezing in this house. Now, go out to the kitchen and take some of that special tonic that wipes off any sign of a cold in a second.
4: Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll take lots of it. We can't stand sneezing in this house. <laughs> uh, uh, I I we just won't stand sneezing in this
6: house. I'm sorry, Mrs. Dutton, if I was abrupt with your husband. I'm just naturally
3: allergic to germs of any kind.
2: Oh, yes, I quite understand. Oh,
3: Dexter's never one to go down with a cold, I can assure you. He and I just won't tolerate.
2: Oh, Mr. Taggle, Pop would rather die than sneeze a sneeze in public. Oh, yes, that's true.
5: Daddy treats all germs like enemies. Good, good. Uh, Jessie, I suppose that's why Dexter hates people who inhale poisonous nicotine.
2: Yes, Edna, yes. And he's the same way with anyone who touches alcohol. Ah! Oh! Hey, looky, everybody,
5: looky, looky, looky. I got rid of my sneezes. I'll oh, a waggle,
0: well, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs>
2: Dexter, will you please stop talking rot and finish your
4: dinner? Mm, yes, darling, I'm not walking trot. I'm talking what? Uh, I'm making pleasant conversation, aren't I, tangly-waggly? Eh? Tangly-waggly? <laughs>
6: A certain change seems to have come over you, Dutton, since you returned from that kitchen.
3: Dexter, uh, Dexter, uh, uh, oh, you know, quite, he he's made? quite a wag sometimes with practical jokes. Uh, at the moment, he's trying to be the life of the party. Yeah,
0: that's
4: me. I'm always alive the life of the party. Always the life of the party. Daddy, oh, what's the matter, oh, There's oh. the matter with, What's There's matter with everybody. I, I just feel like I'm floating on... All... easy.
5: Jesse, Jesse, could this be a symptom of the uh, neurotic plunk-a-plunk? I don't understand it at all. Uh,
3: Mr. Taggle, I, I, I suppose you won't mind talking a little shop after we have coffee later on? Um, I mean, about your appetizing account? And... I,
4: uh... <clears throat> no, I suppose not. Well, you better, Tackley Waggly. you better. After all, after all, why do you think you're getting stuck into this expensive food here? Oh! Will! Never! Yes, you did. You knocked off two helpings of chicken. Oh, <laughs> Ah, what's the matter? Who's calling Dexter? Who's calling me? Chloe.
0: Oh, Chloe. Somebody's calling me
6: I have just remembered something. What
4: do I do? What do I do? I have
6: a board meeting this evening, and I did not realize what time it is. M- Mrs. Dutton, I shall have to be rude in a moment and ask to be excused. Oh, Mr.
2: Taggarty, ah, like you, you oh. mustn't
4: be rude, Waggly Taggarty. You see, you can't leave here until you've had your coffee and had a special talk with me and Marksy Waxy. If we don't get your advertising account, I don't get my little bonus, and you wouldn't like to see me starve, would you, Taggarty Waggly Waggarty? Starve, <coughs> <coughs> uh,
0: please.
4: Well, of course he wouldn't. Look, my poor little wife and my darling children, they go hungry and cold with no roof to their
6: mouths.
0: I mean I no,
4: mean they have no roof
6: over
0: their little heads and no food in their mouth. I'm afraid I must
3: leave. Uh, Dexter you and I are going out to make some of my special coffee so Mr. Taggle can get away in a few minutes.
0: God. All right, all
4: right. Well, don't push me. I don't like being
0: pushed.
4: Remember, I'm the guy who
0: knocked
3: out Joe Lewis with one punch. Well, he's gone at last. And it's no thanks to you, Dexter, that I managed to get his advertising account. Oh, oh, I've got a splitting headache.
2: Oh, Dexter, you're lucky I didn't give you a split head.
5: <sighs>
0: Daddy, what was
5: wrong with you? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I just don't know. Bob, you've never acted that way before. Dexter, you seem to be almost inebriated.
3: He wasn't almost inebriated. He was stung.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, I checked that elixir in the kitchen and it was 94% proof spirit. Nine. Huh?
5: The elixir? Ma, what does 94% proof spirit mean? Edna?
3: To put it briefly, it means Dexter drank about a quarter of a bottle of almost raw alcohol.
4: Oh, oh, now I know why my
2: head aches. Oh, Dexter. No wonder
5: Pop put on such an act. Jessie, then it's really all my fault for supplying the tonic.
2: Oh, Edna, you were only trying to help...
5: Anyway, it all ended well Old Waggle gave the men his advertising account Yes, that still doesn't make sense to me One minute Taggle was going to walk out of the house in a wage And the next minute he was in a different mood Signing contracts with Mark
4: Yeah, Mark,
5: just how about that
4: I seem to be making a fool of myself, and I, I couldn't help it no matter what I did. And, and Tagger was ready to slaughter me, and then he suddenly got all matey and chummy.
3: Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, that's easily explained. It is? How? Well, his cup of coffee was 6% pure coffee and 94% proof spirit. <laughs> You to join us again next week at the same time for another installment of fun and frolic with Life with Dexter.
1: That was the episode colds from the australian radio sitcom life with dexter be sure to give us a five star rating on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from if you're enjoying the show and a big thank you to john kramer and abby kendricks for the great emails you sent i'm glad you're enjoying the podcast thanks for listening and we'll see you all next time for another classic comedy radio show i'm greg fordice oh and i should probably mention